Hello and welcome to Classical Stuff You Should Know, a podcast about books and music and culture and government and more books in translation and whatever else we have been thinking about recently. My name is Thomas Magby. I am joined, as always, by Mr. A.J. Hannenberg. That's me. And Mr. Graham Donaldson. Hi. And today, I don't have a witty, I, I really never have a witty or uh, uh, smart introduction. That's I was about to say, that's a lot of tags that's going to have to go on our <laughs> Apple page, like I'm government okay and old books. And that, that increases the chance of someone finding us, so I think I'm okay with or that. Or I heard, so I know this spreads guy. Spreads us out. I know this guy that works in tags, okay. and apparently, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Is that on his business card? Like the game? I, I work in well, tags. his job his job was to make it's like you a go. thing, isn't it? to go higher in the search engines okay. by doing specific tags. Oh. And apparently the secret is not thinking of all the common things people search for. You want to you want to tag yourself oh. with like the weirdest, most obscure. Like if someone types in, how do classical book Beowulf uh-huh. college class? Yeah. Like I want to anticipate that, have that as a tag. And yeah. then because nobody else has that as a tag, I'll pop to the highest of the list. Okay, so we're a podcast about making fun of a book from 1994 that no one has read since then. Is that that, that was my episode last time? So, uh, or a book about um, pickling giant heads or something? Pickling Mimir's head. Yeah, that. So that's that's what our podcast. That's is our all hashtag. About. <laughs> Good old pickled Mimir. Pickled pickled, pickled heads, Mimir's yeah. head. Uh, yeah, AJ, I think you're continuing on with these poetic eddas, correct? I am, and guys, it is still a treat. Is so it? if you haven't listened to the last episode, that's totally okay. The poetic eddas are a collection of poems from the just after the Viking Age, kind of collected from the Viking Age, and they are one of our only solid sources for Viking mythology. There's one or two other ones, but this is one of the hugest sources we have for how the Vikings saw their spirituality, their world, all that stuff. And the first half of the book is stories of gods and elves, mm-hmm. right? Which we Gods, elves, and giants. And that's those what folks. we covered last time. Right, and that's what we covered last time. And those, those stories are a little bit scattered. There isn't necessarily one common, I don't know, narrative thread through the whole thing. So it's if, if it felt a little scattered last time, it was scattered last time because it was just a whole bunch of individual stories about the gods. Right. The second half of the book, which actually feels longer than the first half, if you are going to read <laughs> it, a, it yourself. So it was bad? No, I think, that, it, I oh. think it physically is, oh, it is, is a longer, longer. portion. Okay. Then it's, it's actually one continuous narrative about a family. Oh. And it comes in different pieces and kind of fragments, but it's all one big story. Who's the family? The family is the, the Volsungs. Hmm. Did we talk about them last time? Yeah, apparently there's a saga of the Volsungs, and I'm not sure if it's, it's also, there's a book translated by Peter Crawford, or Jackson Crawford, called Saga of the Volsungs, and I don't know if it's... Jackson Crawford, it's on the case. (laughs) Go with Jackson Crawford, with his, he even has a cool hat on, and he he looks like he's outside, he looks like a hiker. He looks like he's in Norway or something. Isn't he? He's Colorado, isn't he? Denmark. Isn't that where he's a professor in Colorado? Yeah, he's really cool, and and I I will give another reason why he's cool near the end of this podcast. I was told that on our last poetic at his podcast by one of our fans that we had the quote most classical stuff moment ever and it was let me read you the text uh it it says i need you to know that you shouting me graham shouting quiz bowl and then revealing that you have zero knowledge of north mythology is also the most classical stuff ever he says it was perfect your aggression and excitement AJ's surprise and delight, yeah. Magby's inability to stop the freight train. <laughs> that is the moment. That yeah. contains... It's, it is everything. That's like that's, the... Yeah. Uh, sounds about right. That's our podcast at a... That's not you, right. you caring so much for our fans that you're texting them one-on-one, every single one. That's, <laughs> that's right. Well, yeah. he is attention. a... Well, so let no, me, actually, I was about to say he's not a subscriber. You, uh, but if you are a subscriber, let me give you I will give phone you number. AJ's phone number. <laughs> wait, hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> and you can text Mr. Arthur John Hannenberg himself. I reply to texts all the time. I'm very good at phones. <laughs> it is a skill that I have, and that's an inside joke for everyone who knows me and knows that I am terrible at phones and texts. Okay. You have a nice all phone, right. though. So, I do have a nice phone. It's recording it's in 4K great. right now. Hi. I'm waving at it for all of our YouTube listeners, Hi, YouTube. or viewers, yeah. and listeners. Oh, they should both. be doing both. Okay, let's let's get into this. So, the, the second half is the story of the Volsungs, and largely one primary character named Sigurth. Mm. Okay. It's a sweet name. It is a cool name. And... Uh, we'll get there eventually. He, he plays a fairly prominent role in the tale. I don't know if the saga of the Volsungs is the same thing. I don't think it is. I think it's kind of a prose version of what this delivers in Poetics. Yep. And there's some fun little asides, but it's it feels far more focused than the, uh, the first half of the book, which is like, here's some random advice, and here's some stuff about runes, and here's a story where... <laughs> Thor and Odin kind of insult each other over a river for no reason. And here's one where they go to steal a big cauldron. Like it's, it yeah. actually is focused on the exploits of one family. So I guess and this is the first part 
building out a world. I don't know. Do you need the first part to understand the second part? Or not really. The the gods only have a very small hand in it. They show up once or twice. Uh, Odin causes a few problems. It's good if you know who the Valkyrie are, which yeah. are just like ladies who can fly and and choose the winners of battles. Mm-hmm. Right, they're human women who can fly. And then it helps if you know if Odin is sort of a jerk bag that makes everybody fight <laughs> okay. and to find warriors and is kind of desperate to stop Ragnarok. And that what's his plan? Loki's a turkey. What if he what if he stops it? Then what? He, he, he doesn't have him. a plan. Like he knows it's coming. He can't, he can't stop it. So yep. why is he like trying to find warriors? It reminds me of Gilgamesh, right? Even though I am doomed, I'm no better than a dead man. Still, let me see the light of the sun. Like he's like, even if you are doomed to die, does that mean that you shouldn't? That you should just like check out and lay on your couch? This is like the existential thing, right? Yeah, everything's meaningless, so you make your own meaning. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty existential like determinism kind of thing. It's yeah. crazy. Okay, so the first the first poem begins with a fellow named Helgi. Okay, now Helgi, we will see two versions of because he gets reincarnated. <laughs> So this book is so weird. I, it's dude. It's you don't even have any idea. It's it's gonna get real weird and real tragic. Does oh, he have during a change today. when he comes back? Like, is it different? No, it's the, the name is also Helgi. It's no, just born to like, a different dad, a different character. He's yeah, just, you know. Oh, same same character oh, generally. Okay. And he actually marries kind of the same girl, just a reincarnation of her. <laughs> Svava. We'll get there. Okay. So stick with me. So there's a fellow named King Hjorvarth. Okay. <laughs> Why is no this chance. so funny? These <laughs> names are gonna name. be consistently yeah. like this, Good. right? Great. Helgi, so this is the story of Helgi, but it begins with a king named Hjorvarth. And Hjorvarth had three wives, all beautiful, and he had, a, he had sworn an oath to marry the most beautiful woman ever. Now, something you might not We've know is that, sworn that oath oaths are absolutely binding oh, in the Viking gosh. world. If, okay. you break, if you break an oath, people will just straight up murder you. It's okay. not okay. And you are shamed and cursed and everything is going to be terrible. Like you'll ride on a horse and the horse will hate you just mm. because you <laughs> broke an oath. You do not want, you do not want to break oaths. Sure. It's just something you don't do. So he had heard that another king, Svafnir, <laughs> you're going to giggle at every, every single name, one, yeah, for sure. Had a daughter that was the most beautiful daughter ever, and her, her name was Sigurlin. We can call her Lynn for short. Thank you. So Hjorvarth sent one of his noble's kids, right, mm-hmm. of, of the court named Atli to ask for her hand in marriage. And Atli stayed for a long time at King Svafnir's place. And um, he, King Svafnir, King Svafnir eventually kind of said, no. Because Sigurlin's kind of foster dad, this guy that helped her out, a noble at court named Franmar, said it was a bad idea. So mm. Atli, Atli heads home. On the way, he chats with a bird. And the bird is like, this is going to happen. I'm going to make it happen. Give me a reward. And he's like, well, if you don't ask for anything weird, like the king's wife right. or the king's daughters, you're a bird. Like, as long as it's something normal like it's treasure, like, got some we bread. got a deal. <laughs> like a loaf of bread? And the bird is like, soup's chill. Let's make this happen. <laughs> okay. That is the last we hear of this bird. Wait, really? Yeah, I don't know how he enters. He doesn't enter the story again. That's it. They they, ch- they chat and he kind of promises a better result. It's a dropped plot result the, later. Yeah, yeah totally dropped plot. No, thread. he makes it happen. So they come back and sequel. when they okay. arrive, maybe because of this magical bird, they find that Svafnir, uh, Lynn's dad, remember? Mm-hmm. The, the cute girl's dad has died oh, because another suitor got mad at him and wow. came and murdered him. Choked on a bird. So yeah. <laughs> Franmar, her, her like foster dad is guarding Sigurlin because her, you know, the king has been killed. Yeah. Are you guys sticking with me? Yeah, sticking with you. I mean, no, but yes. Um, and so the when, guy that originally said you can't, the, the, giving her to marriage is a bad deal. He's now watching over her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So the the like her her cute girl's foster father yes. is now guarding her because her real dad got smoked by another one of her suitors. Yep. So they show up and they find Lynn and she's being guarded by this giant bird. Turns out the bird was Franmar. Oh, cool. he turned into a bird and guarded her. So and the bird and does come back. The bird does come back, but it's a different bird. Oh, oh. it wasn't Franmar what? initially. It was a different magical bird. Okay. And so they spear this bird, not realizing it's Franmar, because they're oh. like, "Hey, check it out, a bird!" And so they <laughs> they spear it and then they take her back. Hmm. And that's the story of how Lynn got married to Hjorvarth. It's rough being attractive in the ancient <laughs> it, world. It is yeah. not a fun party. And so they have a kid, and they have a, have a lot of trouble naming him. Okay. They don't name him very well. And so one day this kid... Well, the marriage got off to like an inauspicious start. Yeah, yeah it's weird. You, you'd think that they Killing have, her foster dad yeah, and yeah. rolling in when her dad just died. It wasn't it's a good start. Yeah. So he's like sitting on a rock one day, and some Valkyries ride by, and she's like, Hey, Helgi, what's happening? And he's like, You named me Helgi, huh? Well, I'm not going to accept that name unless I get you as a pre- as like a present <laughs> with it. And she's like, sweet. Here's a story about where you can find a really dope sword. And that's that's kind of <laughs> that's how it. she responds. Her name is Svava. Okay. Svava the Valkyrie. Svava the Valkyrie. Svava the Valkyrie. Okay. And 
So the kid didn't have a name until he was how old? I don't know. Talking age, like, apparently. Yeah, like 14, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Hjorvarth recruits Helgi. Hjorvarth, remember the guy who swore mm-hmm. to marry the beautiful women? Uh-huh. To revenge the death of Svafnir, Lynn's dad, yes. on the other suitor. Remember that other suitor oh, yeah, that yeah, came yeah, yeah. in? Right. Mm-hmm. So he's like, all right, Helgi, you were born to her... her to revenge. Yeah, you were born... You got to go avenge your mother's right. father's death. So he did. He goes and Even kills. though the fact that that happened meant that you now exist... Because mm. because that guy killed the father. That's why. Yes. She was married to me and you But I mean, it's your mom's dad and she's cranky about her dead grandpa. Okay. About your fair. dead grandpa. So yeah, you got to go yeah. revenge. Right. I, I'm, I'm glad that you guys are tracking with all the familial yeah. stuff. Yeah. It'll get sorted out a little bit more as we go AJ, down. We're professionals. <laughs> <laughs> so he does. He goes and kills Hrothmar, the other suitor. And then... Um, they have a weird conversation with a giant woman who so they just kills the suitors. Just shows up just and like that. just shows up. And some some of these like exploits are not well fleshed oh, out. Right. It's just like and then he goes. There's a battle and he kills and the he, guy. Did he get thing. that sword? Yeah, oh, he yeah. got the oh, sword. He got the oh. sword. Okay. So okay. Helgi and Svava get married. Okay. Right, the member of the Viking. Oh, the, 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 he marries Valkyrie. The, the lady, Valkyrie. the Valkyrie yeah. lady. Oh, right, he marries Svava. She turns out she's really cool. Okay, she stays at home with her dad. while he goes out on raids. Right, so she's now married Valkyrie and she just sort of stays home and he goes out and raids. Um, one night, Hethen, Helgi's brother. Okay. So he meets a giant woman on wolfback using snakes as reins. Okay. Right. So she's riding this giant wolf and she's like, yeah, whipping him with snakes. Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, Hey there, Hethen. <laughs> Looking pretty good, buddy. Uh-huh. You want to, you want to like hang out? There's a party hanging out like yes, later today. No to that. How about I go with you? And he's like, no, you're freaking ugly. Yeah. And she, oh. she turns her oh. down and she says, you will be cursed because of uh, this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, you gotta let you gotta, the, be nice you gotta to let the, the wolf riding yeah. snake woman down a little softly. Yeah. yeah, and and so he, she's like, when men are making oaths, you will do something you regret. So hmm. he goes to that party that night. He gets a little tossed, and then he makes an oath that he will take Svava, his brother's lover, as his own. Oh man, <gasps> that's bad, right? Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna take that Valkyrie. Woo! And that's, I mean, that's an oath. It's binding. Oath. He knows he has to. And so he totally regrets it the next morning, and he wanders out into the wilderness, and eventually. After a long time, he meets Helgi again, just sort of on the road. And he's like, dude, I'm so sorry. I made this oath. I don't know what to do about it. Like, I'm supposed to have, I have to do it. I gotta kill you or something. And Helgi's like, dude, it's super chill. Hmm. No big deal. I have to duel this king. Yeah, I think it's one of that suitor's sons, mm-hmm. Hrothmar. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a son of Hrothmar and had challenged him to a duel. And he's like, this guy's going to wreck me. Mm-hmm. I, I got no chance against this son of Hrothmar. So it's probably good you said you'd take my wife because I'm going to be dead soon. And it's good that you take her, right? Oh, okay. And so he's like, oh, dope. And he's yeah. like, I actually think that was probably my guardian spirit. The, the snake wolfy lady wow. is, is probably the one, like she probably kind of tricked you into it to save my wife from loneliness. Wow. And he's like, oh, all right. Is that it's what great. happens? Uh, so yeah, he... It's a glass half full way of looking really at it. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like Helgi has a great attitude. And yep. so he does go to this duel and he gets killed. Oh. Right? And here are his last words. I ask you, Svava, my bride, if you will heed my dying words, that you will sleep by Hethen, that you will love my young brother. And she says, Helgi, when you gave me rings, I said this. I said I would never willingly in my life put my arms around another man if you died. Kiss me, Svava, mm. said, said Hethen. I won't ever return to Rogheim or Rothesfjall before I've avenged Helgi, Hjorvarth's son. That man was the best beneath the sun. It is said that Helgi and Svava were reincarnated. And mm. that's the end Wait, of the tale. What? So we don't they, they kind of get together and Hethi's yeah. like, I'm going to avenge him. And then we, just, we sort of move to the next poem, which yeah. is another poem of Helgi after he's been re- reincarnated. And this is where the story kind of begins in proper, where okay. the actual family begins. So Helgi is born to a great king named Sigmund okay. and his wife Borgild. Okay. <laughs> Borgild. This is really I good. Love the sorry, sorry, sorry. This is funny. Yeah. So Sigmund is kind of the great grandfather progenitor of this whole family of the Volsungs. Okay. So Sigmund is like, you can remember him as the great distant king, right? Uh, and when Helgi was born, the Norns themselves attended. Remember, they're like the Viking version uh-huh. of the fates, uh-huh. right? So they kind of hang out. They come and they're like, look, we're going to set up his kingdom. They take these big golden bands and just lay them on the ground. And they're like, this is his kingdom. And apparently predict great things for this kid, Helgi, as he grows up. Um, and a raven nearby is Wait, like... Wait, pause. Yeah. Helgi's reincarnated? Yes. yes. Hel- this is the second second reincarnation the second of, Hel- coming of Helgi. This is the second coming of Helgi. Right. Okay. Gotcha. And they know he's Helgi. His name. He's named Helgi. Named, but were they okay. like? 
do they know the story? The whole bird and son and brother and snake, oh, like do Sigmund and oh, does his yeah, family yeah. know that he's yeah. Helgi? I don't think so. Oh, oh, that's this is just yeah. another Helgi. What probably gotcha. happened is that they were two different tales about guys named Helgi, and then as they got told and told and told, people it were just like, "I bet this is the same, same guy." One, right. And so, and so, it became a story of reincarnation. Um, so, a raven predicts that he will kill a lot of people and feed all the wolves. They'll be like, there's a lot of that where they say, mm. this man will be a friend to wolves. And that means he's huh. just going to smoke a lot of dudes. Huh. And then leave him there for the wolves to eat. And then leave him there for the wolves oh, to eat, right? Wolf wolf stuff. Yeah. What's with these angry birds, though? I don't understand. Man, birds are coming to this story a ton. Yeah, what's that about? Anyway. It's a game. It gets even angry better. Birds. Thank you. Good. Okay, so he disguises himself as some guy, yep. Hamal, son of Hagal. You don't really need to know him. To go spy on one of his dad's enemies, hunting. So, remember, this is Helgi, born of Sigmund, uh-huh. going to spy on Sigmund's hunting. enemy hunting. Helgi, Helgi 2.0. Helgi, Helgi 2.0, disguised yeah. as Hamel. Okay. okay. So, he goes and he uh, he kind of spies for a while. And then as he's leaving, he's like, you chumps, uh, I, there's like a wolf in the in, in the hen hound, in like the hen pen. It's been Helgi all along. It's been Helgi yeah, all along. Right. So, he like tells that to one of the servants. And then he kind of takes off. And they're like, wah! And so, they go and they try to find him. They're right. going to find this Helgi character and get him in trouble. So they go to Hagel's house, right, where he was pretending to be Hamel the Sun, remember? Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Helgi is there, and he, he needs to kind of get away with this. So mm. he dresses up like a slave girl. Mm-hmm. And as you can imagine, strapping young Viking boy mm-hmm. does not look much like a slave girl. This yeah. happened in the last story. Yeah, last story. same, mm. very similar story. So they see him, like and, it's a motif. and the guy that's trying to find him is named Blind the Crafty. Okay. Blind the Crafty. Not Crafty, okay. Crafty the Blind? Nope, okay. Blind. Can he see? I don't know. <laughs> I would I would actually say yes okay. because he he recognizes the fierce eyes of Helgi. Mm. He looks at the slave uh-huh. girl and she's like na na and she like looks him in the eye like with a lot of drama. It's like, yeah, it's like, Something and he's wrong like, with your slave girl. Yeah, your slave girl's got some real fierce eyes and they and they explain it away by saying that it's just a captured Valkyrie. Huh. Like, uh-huh. oh, we captured a Valkyrie. Yeah, she used to be wow. like a big warrior but now she's a slave girl. So, wow. that's why she's got fierce eyes and he's like that makes sense. And so <laughs> he buys it. He totally buys okay. it. And then when Helgi turns 15, he goes back and kills King Hunding, hmm. his dad's enemy. Okay. Right? Which is what he's 15 to years do. old. Man. Yeah. Right? Well, he was wasn't he 14 when he got married to a Valkyrie the last time around? Yeah, well, he he's said, he was young. In yeah. this one, he's actually around 15 when he gets okay. married to a Valkyrie. Yeah. Okay. So on the way back from killing King Hunding, he sees another Valkyrie uh-huh. and he's like, hey girl, you're going to go home with the warriors tonight? And she's like, well, we don't really have a whole lot of time for like drinking mead with you guys. We got like, we're Valkyrie. We have stuff to do. And he's like, but you're pretty cute and stuff. <laughs> and uh, turns out this is Sigrun, the Valkyrie who who answers. And she's the reincarnation of Svava, Aww, his old what? wife. That's right? cool. So Sigrun is his, the brand new Valkyrie. It's the same sort of story, right? right? They fly past. That's why I think it was the same story, just different iterations. Right. So she flies past and he's like, hey, girl, you want to drink with us? And she's like, I can't right now, but all right, you know. Does she tell him I'll about think his about award it. again, too? Um, well, she, so he he goes and he kills the sons of Hunding, uh-huh. right? Because the, the, those four kids, they're like, you killed our dad. Give us money. And he's like, I want to give you money. I'll just kill you instead. So he kills the four sons of Hunding. And then Sigrun, turns out she has been promised to somebody else. Aww. She can't marry Helgi because she is promised to King Hothbrod. Okay. Um, okay. King Hothbrod. I'm going to read you a quote about how she feels about King Hothbrod. She says, My father promised me to Hothbrod, the grandson of Granmar. But I tell you, Helgi, I said to that good king that he seemed no better to me than a tomcat. now he will come for me in a few short nights unless you invite him to battle or take me by force from my father so she's like look i'm promised to this guy who's a huge dope and i don't like him so why don't you just kill him instead wow and helgi is like sure helgi being the like hot-blooded young viking that he is is like great yeah you cute (laughs) so he sigrun sort of protects their ships as he sails with his brother to go king kill king hothbrod in this place called I think it's Frekestein, <laughs> but I always read it as Frekestein. So he goes to yeah. kill King Hothbrod and Frekestein. All right. So are you guys following along so far? Oh, sure. So yeah. I'm, I'm dialed in. So Helgi, born of Sigmund, uh-huh. so killed Helgi his dad's know. enemy yep. and, and his sons. And in the process has met this hot young Valkyrie, Sigrin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, Sigrin is the reincarnation of his old wife. wife. Yes. Turns out he's... Re- they probably don't know this. Yeah. That's what I was wondering if they knew that. But Right. Yeah. So he... They go and they, and Helgi and his brother, Sinfjotli, 
who we will will we, he more. will actually show up again, the okay. tale of Sin Fiatli. And they sort of like park on the shore and King Guthmund comes out and he's like, What are you guys doing here? What's the story? You look like a bunch of sissies. And oh. he's like, Oh, well, you're a sissy. I you're you like live in a pile of stones. And he's like, No, you're a sissy. And they just sort of like trade insults for a while. Mm-hmm. And eventually Helgi's like, dude, you can't like these guys have proved that they'll draw swords. It's it's good not to insult nobles. Like it's mm-hmm. kind of a, a nice little you should never trade insults with nobles, especially when they appear brave. And so he kind of calms things down and they decide to go fight. So Guthmund goes back, finds Hofbrod, mm-hmm. right? The guy who's who's Sigrun's supposed to marry. Yes. And he's like, hey, man, we uh, we got an army coming. So they're like, all right, let's let's suit up. And so they have this big, huge fight. Helgi fights really well. The Valkyries help on Helgi's side and King Hofbrod is killed, oh. right? He does the job. He, he frees his girl. But in the process... He also kills Bregi and Hogni, hmm. Sigrun's brother and dad. What were they doing there? Yeah. I don't know. They're just fighting on King Hothbrod's side. Well, remember, oh, she was gonna King Hothbrod yeah. was the one that her Whoops. dad had promised her to. Right. So this is kind of a little bit of betrayal. Man, so could have given a heads up, though. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and Helgi kind of, he doesn't, he doesn't uh, Does pull he the know? punches. He sits her down and he's like, I've killed King Hothbrod, oh, wow. but also I have killed your dad and your brother. Bregi and Hogni, your dad and your brother. And right. she's like, you know what? That's a bummer. She cries for a little bit and she says, but... Let my family fall in battle if it means I can sleep in your arms. Oh. <laughs> Didn't they just meet each other too? Wow. I don't. Anyway. Hey, man, it's it's a passionate oh, time. Man. That, <laughs> that is, is like sure. that's right. a metal ballad if it's, I ever heard. I'm one. telling you, this is the. I've I've said it once and I've said it it's before. So it's yeah. the most heavy metal yeah. mythology. Let my family die in battle if it means oh, I can it, sleep in your arms. My dude, it gets way <laughs> way worse. We okay. are only the tip of the iceberg here in crazy family sorrow. Okay. It gets so much more heavy metal. Okay. Crazy. Um, so Dag, also a brother of Sigrun, okay. survived the battle. Mm. So he kills one of her brothers and her dad, but doesn't kill Dag. And Dag is like... Has to avenge, right? Helgi friggin' killed my dad and stole my sister. So he prays to Odin for a spear. Notice Odin's like, sure, borrow my spear. <laughs> and he goes and he kills Helgi. Oh, dang What's, it. Do you have to like do a deposit on the spear? I don't know. <laughs> How do you know you're going to get well, that Well, remember, bad. Odin yeah. is looking for the best warriors. So if oh, someone's like, right. give me a spear, he's like, yeah, Bob, go for it. Like, sure. See what you got, Kill buddy. yourself, get killed. Nice. I, I'm happy to find good warriors. Yeah. And Sigrun curses Dag for killing her lover, right? And she actually lays some pretty... Wait, 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 wait. wait. Dag, what does Dag do? Kills Helgi. Dag killed Helgi. What? Yeah. He, Helgi's dead again? He died again. Yeah. yeah second Aww. death of Helgi. Nobody's going to live very long in this whole Aww. thing around. Everybody's going to get roasted like, sometime you know, have happily, happily ever after. Yeah. I don't think there are very, very many of those in this book. Yeah. If, if any. Yep. Poor Helgi. Poor Helgi. All right. So Helgi gets, Helgi gets roasted by Dag. And then Sigrun, obviously, is real mad. And she says, she, this is her curse to her brother Dag. All your oaths, the oaths you swore to Helgi, the oaths you swore by the sea, and the cool stone of Un will come back to bite you. I don't know what the cool stone of Un is, but it sounds really really ominous. sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. A ship will not sail if you're on it, even if it has the most favorable winds. A horse will not run if you're on it, even if it could save you from pursuing enemies. No sword you draw will cut unless it cuts your own head off. I would only be avenged for Helgi's death if you were an outlaw living in the woods, deprived of all your property and all joy. You wouldn't even eat unless you caught your own raw meat. And Dag is like, you're mad, sister. You're out of your wits when you speak such curses against your own brother. Odin alone causes all evil. He's the one who causes war between kin. And so he's like, girl, you're nuts. And then he, she curses him. And I think so, he just like, turns out kind of fine. Bones aren't, bones aren't going to move. Horses aren't going to run. Right. Yep. But does that happen? Um... We don't know. We no. don't really know. The story it seems ends, like right? Dag just kind of hangs out. I, I don't actually. Does Dag I can't remember what happens to Dag? <laughs> You're really intent on the. Returning. Well, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Um, I think Dag is just kind of okay. I'm okay. trying to lay the groundwork for a really good Dag Nabbit joke, but. <laughs> 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 okay. Well, Sigrun is now bereft of her beloved Helgi. Yeah. Right. The reincarnation of Svava, beautiful, beautiful Valkyrie. Can't. She's lost her best love. And so she sits and she watch, she's like just kind of wasting away. And one of her serving I mean, women yeah. is out at his, at Helgi's grave. And she sees Helgi ride up. Oh, And what? she's like, whoa. Is he reincarnated Helgi, again? Yeah. What's happening? Aren't you supposed to be dead? He's yeah. like covered in armor with wow. blood all over mm-hmm. it. And he's like, yes, I am dead. I've mm. been to Valhalla. Odin asked me to help rule everything, but I'm <laughs> he's kind of sleeping right now. So I took a little bit of a holiday to come hang out on Earth for a little bit. And she's like, crazy. So she goes and she grabs uh, Sigrun uh-huh. and she's like, hey, your husband is out at his burial mound. Right. He's dead. 
you should probably go see him. <laughs> right. And so Sigrun goes out there and she's like, girl, or she's like, buddy, I'm so glad you're here. She says, I want to kiss you, my unliving king, before you take your bloody armor off. That was before you take Gross. your bloody armor yeah, off. Seriously. And he he says, okay. He's and they kind of spend a night oh, together. He says, uh, but I can drink happily metal. of Odin's good mead, even if I have lost my lands and my love. No one will sing a sorrowful song for me, even if I have wounds on my chest. Huh. For my wife Sigrun is in my mound. Mm. The Valkyrie lies by me, though I am dead. And they kind of spend a <laughs> night together, and it's awesome. They yeah, have a really go. good time together. And then he goes back. He leaves, and he never returns to his burial mound, even though she watches it every day, and huh. she just doesn't care for life anymore and just sort of wastes away and then dies. Bummer. Mm. And that is the end of Helgi and Sigrun. But Helgi's also kind of having the time of his life in Valhalla, right? Oh, yeah. They'll be fine. Yeah. She'll, well, you I guess, know. Will she, will, will she go to Valhalla also? Well, she didn't die in battle, That's, yeah, but she okay. is a Valkyrie. That's so I don't know how that works. Mm. All right. And Valkyries are mortal? They do? They are human women, but they, are they can fly. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they, regular lifespan, they just die. It, okay. I wasn't sure if they were demigods or something like that, but. Yeah. Okay. Be realistic, Thomas. <laughs> okay. So remember, do you remember Sin, Sin Fiatli? Sure. The, <laughs> I know I'm throwing a lot of Sin names Fiatli you guys. Sin Fiatli is the brother of Hag- Hagrid. Helgi. Helgi. <laughs> so close. So, yes, Sin Fiatli, brother of Helgi. All right, so just to review, we've had one Helgi who died, got oh, reincarnated yeah. as, as a second Helgi, son of Sigmund. In He's that? got a brother Sinfiatli. Yeah. Sure. And then someone Who likes to sass people. And then someone showed up in bloody armor claiming that he was healthy. <laughs> and Sigurd was like, my husband. <laughs> and he's Dudes, like, watch this. He's like, my voice changed in Valhalla. <laughs> but Odin said I can't take my armor off. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, she's like, I want to kiss you before you take your armor off. He's like, whoof, <laughs> dodged a bullet there. All right, so meanwhile, Sinfiatli, uh, so remember Borgild, Sigmund's second wife? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, so Sigmund's wife, Borgild, she had a stepson, Sinfiatli, and she had a brother. Turns out they both wanted to woo the same woman. Okay. And so Sinfiatli killed his uncle, or step-uncle, her brother. So Sinfiatli's dad married a girl? Yes. Yep. Tried to woo the same woman as her brother, killed her brother. So she, basically, his like stepmom is really mad at him yeah, for killing sure. her brother. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so she decided to like she didn't want him back in the house anymore. But Sigmund is like, girl, relax. He's my son. You have to let him in. Here's some stuff. I'll give you things if you let him back in. She she says, okay. Here's a gold cup. Yeah. Here's oh, a gold right. cup. Sure. Let him back in. So she decides she's gonna poison him instead. Oh. Pff. So she brings him a cup just filled to the brim with poison. It's, it's very <laughs> Not clear. even like hiding it. It's, like it's so clear that it's, yeah, it's like all milky and stuff. I kid you not. It really, really? says that he goes, hey, this is really cloudy. Dad, do you want to taste this first? <laughs> no. So he gives it to Sigmund and oh. legend has it that Sigmund is impervious to poison. Oh. Downed it. He's just so hardy. Yeah. Like on the, he's impervious to poison on the outside and on the inside. Good. So he's like, boy, I got you. And he just goes glomp and drinks the whole thing. And he's totally No fine. problems. Good. And, mm. and uh, Borgil is like, Dang who is it. that like uh, the Greek hero who was impervious to poison? Was it Mithridates? No, who's the know. one that like took little bits of poison every day and then when he got poisoned it didn't work and he was like, take that That was uh, Prince Humperdinck, I think. Ah, uh, yeah, it's my favorite. <laughs> Iocane powder. I bet my life on it. Um, okay. Mowage. Mithridates, is that what you said? Is it Mithridates? Yeah, I think so. Nice, good memory. So, Borgild tries again. She brings him another cup full of poison. And he's like, this is clearly Take two. also yeah. poison. And Sigmund is like, fine. And so he drains another cup full of poison. Totally fine. Still, no problems. Okay. And she's like, maybe here we go again. And so she brings him a third cup filled with poison. And he's like, dad. And dad's like, it's time for you to wet your whistle, son. I ain't going to drink another cup of poison. And he's like, okay, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, drink it. Wet your mustache. So he... He says, wet your mustache. Is, really? is I think, a direct quote from the book. And so he puts it to his lips and instantly dies. Just like, no hesitation, oh drops down dead. And he's like, rats. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Turns out his kids were not impervious to poison Aww. on the inside. Though they were on the outside, just in case you're wondering. Really? Like, yeah. if you got hit with a poison arrow or something, you're all good? You'd be fine. If you'd, yeah, like, not a big deal. Those, if you'd, like, touch one of those frogs. Yeah, you'd be okay. Yeah. yeah. So... He is real sad and he picks up his son's body and sort of walks around with it for a long time. And then he eventually, eventually married his, marries a lady named Hjordis and has a son named Sigurth. 
Okay. And then Sigmund dies in battle against Hunding's sons. Remember yes. Hunding, his mm-hmm. old enemy yes. that Helgi killed? Mm-hmm. He so killed, killed the sons of? Or? He killed, and then he also killed the sons, but apparently he had a lot of sons. Okay. And so he comes back and kills Sigmund eventually. So the great, the great head dude of the race, the great progenitor, has died mm. to to Hunding's sons. Okay, gotcha. so in review, we've got Sigmund, uh-huh. gave birth to Helgi and Sinfjotli. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Helgi died to Dag, mm-hmm. his wife's brother, and Sinfjotli died to poison from his stepmom. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And then eventually, Sigmund also gave birth to another guy named Sigurth. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And then he he died in, in battle. So Sigurth is is the next kind of guy that we're going to take the rest of the and time. And Sigurth is like the big hero, isn't he? Sigurth is a big... So I feel like the really big heroes are Helgi and Sigurth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are like the two main characters. So we've just sort of finished with the Helgi episode, and we're moving on to the Sigurth episode. Gotcha. Are you guys enjoying it so yes, far? Yeah, yeah we're, good. I'm yeah. dialed in. Isn't this a pretty fun is, story? Yeah, I do. Although I'm like looking at my coffee a little warily with all this poison talk. <laughs> talk <laughs> So it begins with a, like the whole Sigurd saga begins with a lengthy poem where he asks his uncle about the future. And he's like, uncle, tell me what's going to happen. And the uncle tells him a whole bunch of good stuff. And then he's like, and that's the end of the story. And Sigurd is is like, wait a minute, that can't be the end of the story. And so he tells him a bunch of spoilers. So if you're going to read this, I recommend that you skip Skip that one, that first episode where he kind of tells him everything that's going to happen. Uh, and then go back and read it later because it'll make it'll not only make more sense later, but it'll save you from a few spoilers. Okay. Uh, so he asks his uncle, we can skip that one. and I'll just kind of tell you the story of what happens. So he, um, Sigurth first goes and gets a horse named Granny. Granny the horse? <laughs> Granny the horse. G-R-A-N-I. So okay. that's fun. That's good. And then he, he goes to stay with kind of a foster dad. Because remember, his dad is killed. Oh, right. Uh, named Regan, okay. son of Hrethmar. You don't need to know Hrethmar. Well, just know know this Re- uh, this Regan guy. Regan's going to be pretty, a pretty big character. Okay. Okay. So Regan is good with his hands. He's a dwarf in height. So he's a real short oh, guy. Okay. He's wise, grim, and skilled with magic. Okay. Cool. Just good at stuff. And so the story kind of really begins with Regan's parents. So Regan sits down uh, Sigurd and says, let me tell you a story about my dad. So there is once this pond called Andveri's Falls, where there's a whole ton of fish. It's a real nice spot. Okay. Right? And Regan has a brother named Otter. Otter? Otter. O-T-T-E-R. So yeah. like... Who can turn into... An otter? An, an otter. Okay. Hence the name. Hence, yeah. Hence or, the the, name. or weird coincidence. <laughs> or yeah, like a weird... <laughs> name let's name him Otter. Yeah, and he's like, sure. poof, they're like, wow, we nailed it. Uh, good job. So he, he actually goes and visits Andveri's Falls. And he's mm-hmm. like eating the fish, just hanging out in his, as an otter. And he's got a salmon and he's just munching the salmon. He's mm. got his eyes all closed and he's really happy. And yes, these are all details given in the, in the poem. Good. And it just turns out that right then the Aesir are visiting. And this is Loki and Thor mm. and mm-hmm. his brothers. It was actually Loki, Odin, and Honir. And so they see this otter sort of munching on a it's salmon. Happy, happy otter. Happy otter. And they're like... We can kill that thing. <laughs> so they chuck a rock at it and they bonk its brains out because it wasn't really looking at its eyes, eyes closed. And then they make a bag out of its skin. Mm. And then they take it and they go visit the nearby king and they're like, check out this sweet otter bag. Mm. And the king is like, no. that's my son. He freaks out. <laughs> and he's like, oh my gosh, you killed my kid. And they're like, ooh. They kind of like do the shirt, you know, the collar pull, like whoopsie, mm-hmm. didn't mean to kill your kid. And he says, all right, in restitution, you need to fill this otter skin bag with gold and then cover it with like gems and gold on the outside. Mm -hmm. So that's your task. And they're they're like, we don't really want a human king giving orders to the gods. Yes. Okay. He killed his otter kid. I know, I get that. They killed his otter kid. And I mean, he was a pretty powerful king and still like, you don't want a king being bitter against you all the time. That's not a good thing. Yeah. So they go back to the falls and they catch Andveri, the guy who owns the falls, who can turn into a pikefish. So they okay. catch him as a pikefish, and Loki's like, ah, you don't look like any kind of normal fish. Normal fish know how to avoid nets, you stupid fish. And he's like, give me all your gold, Enveri. Wait, so Loki can tell that he wasn't a normal fish? Because he, he caught tell. him really But he easy. couldn't tell that the otter was <laughs> I know, I know. It's The consistency is a real problem. <laughs> so he catches this fish, Enveri, and he's like, look, man, give me all your gold, you magical fish. Apparently, the owner of the falls is also filthy, filthy, filthy rich. Mm. Okay. So Enveri says, fine, but... My treasure will bring sorrow to eight kings. Oh. This is not going to go well. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't freaking care. I'm not keeping it. <laughs> oh he's like, I'm giving it to a different king. Like, I don't give two uh. rips what this gold goes to. Give me your gold, fish. And so he gives up the gold, including a ring. I, I mentioned this because it has a cool name called Andveranaut. 
cool. Right? It's Anvarius's okay. ring. Mm. And so, or Anvarius's ring. And so, Anvarinoth, the, the ring. It's kind of cool. It is. So, they take the gold, they fill the whole bag, and then they put the ring on it to cover the very last whisker, and they go and give it to the king, and the king is like, nice. And then Loki's like, look, man, this gold is bad news. It's going to oh. make everybody real sad. Like, your kids are going to kill you for it. It's not going to bring anybody any happiness. Like, you will probably die because of this gold. And the king's like, ain't nobody afraid of you. <laughs> yeah, I, I quote. <laughs> Hold on, page 236. Um, ain't nobody afraid of you. He no. says, Loki says, it seems to me that it will only get worse. Men will fight over this gold. This gold is fated, I think, to cause hateful news for kings still unborn. Mm. This gold said Hrithmar, will be mine as long as I live. I'm not afraid at all of your threats. Go home. And so he just kind of <laughs> boots him out. Yeah. And and he takes the gold. And as can you imagine how how did the how did his kids, Regan, and he's got another kid that you'll meet in a minute, feel about this gold. His dad just come into a huge inheritance. They want that money, right? Yeah. And isn't there something weird about their uh no no the blood oath is normal. So that that side of it that, that is not weird that he basically is okay with the death of his son because he got gold. Yeah, that's, that's very regular. Thing. Yeah, okay. Never mind. Yeah. They, they would want the money. Kind of weirded out that like their brother is now like a bank account. Like, he's like <laughs> Well, it's the skin of their brother, yeah, right? Yeah, the skin is, of their is brother holds, is, yeah. is holding all his gold. I just feel like that's so metal. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> it just is. If so I was metal. a Viking, I'd be like, yes, this is my brother skin bag. Like that's, I don't know. Yeah. It's really intimidating. Sure. All right, so... Fafnir, Regan's brother, and Regan mm-hmm. go and ask this king for all the gold, right? They're like, hey, dad, you want to give us a little bit of the treasure? And the dad's like, no, no it's my treasure. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So Regan, his brother is the is the bag. Is, is so the bag. he had one yes. brother, Otter, 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 and then another brother, gotcha. Fafnir. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So Regan the dwarf and Fafnir yeah, the magic go, dwarf. the magic dwarf, they go and ask for all the gold. I'm so glad you guys are tracking so mm-hmm. well. Trying. Right? I'm sorry. It's it's a lot of names and it's a lot of story. Okay. Am I doing okay in like summarizing yeah, and keeping everybody tracking? Does Reagan not realize that? Um, Wouldn't he get the gold? This is a bad. You know, yeah, is right. he not smart enough to realize that this gold is bad news? It's still gold, man. Oh, okay. Uh, I feel like the lesson is that Fair. gold is always bad news. Yeah. Oh, okay. right. If you're a rich man, you got to deal with people trying to kill you all the time and take That's your stuff. Probably true. So they That's decide to <laughs> kill their dad while he sleeps, mm-hmm. and they do. Oh, bummer. Fafnir and Reagan kill their dad, okay. and they take possession of it. Except Fafnir takes. All of it. Mm. And Reagan's like, hey, man, can I get some of the gold? And Fafnir's like, no. And then he leaves. And he he absconds with the gold and apparently turns into a dragon. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we have three brothers. Otter the otter, uh-huh. uh, Reagan the dwarf, mm-hmm. and Fafnir the dragon. Great. And Fafnir the dragon not only has, he's a dragon, but he's got a, a helmet, apparently, that scares everyone. It's a very <laughs> scary helmet that okay. he flashes around and it freaks everybody out. He's got a big helmet of scare. I feel Man, like the dragon thing would be enough. I was right? about to yeah. say like... What do you need the helmet for at that point? I, You know, I'm also very confused about why the helmet is necessary. Is this dragon with a helmet on? That's <laughs> yeah. adorable. That's actually uh, I feel like yeah. it's in an RPG when you find like the helmet that causes all en- enemies to run on uh-huh. hit or yeah. something. Like uh-huh. it's a helmet of fear. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but if got. you're like born into this family and everyone gets this like cool ability, like yeah. your brother's an otter <laughs> and gets to swim around, your other brother's a dragon and you're, you're a dwarf. A dwarf. <laughs> But a magical one, it's really good with your hands, right? (laughs) And so he's, so Regan, this is, this is where we pick up Sigurd with Regan, right? He has lost the gold. And Sigurd is like, I'm gonna get that gold. Well, that's the thing is Regan is like, I've got this brand new kid, comes from a really good family, right? Comes from the, yes, Sigurd. He comes from the great family of Helgi and Mm -hmm. Sigrun, or Sig, what's the first guy's name? Uh, Sigurd, Sigurd, I think. No, Sigmund. Sigmund. I always mess that one up. So Comes from this great family, Sigmund, Helgi, sounds awesome. So why don't I get this kid to go get the gold for me? Right. So he makes a sword for Sigurd named, any guesses? Should I know this? You're going to love it. I have have literally no idea. Graham. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's G-R-A-M. I'm a sword. But good enough. And apparently it's amazing. I have Uh, to read you the quote (laughs) about Graham. You ready? So he tests it. Regan made a sword called Graham for Sigurd. Sorry, I bumped my microphone. This sword was so sharp that he put its blade in the river Rhine and let a tuft of wool flow downstream into the blade and the wool split as if it were water. Hmm. With this sword, Sigurd cut Regan's anvil in half. Wow. After this, Regan encouraged Sigurd to kill Fafnir. All right, so (laughs) he's like, great, I made you a sword. Now go off my dragon brother and get get me some gold. Right. Right? And he he says, well, no. I'm going to go instead kill the sons of Hunding and find vengeance for my dad 
which he does. Mm-hmm. So I think all by now all the sins of hunting are toast. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then and then he comes back and uh, and actually decides to to, to get go. The, sword, the dragon. In the meantime, we get some weird advice from Odin about omens mm. heading to battle. Like you watch out for witches on the way. I mean, yes, that's good advice. Like, that's yeah. really good advice. Yeah, He's yeah, like, sure. you look for old ladies sitting on benches because they're probably witches. And so. after the battle, let me Beth. Or like, he, it's a here's a good Fair. omen, here's a bad omen. He kind of goes through the whole thing. That, that's I feel like that's really helpful. <laughs> yeah, we don't need to go over it, but I mean, Odin telling about. Omens, pretty useful. Yeah, sure. Okay, so Sigurd heads off to kill this dragon, okay. Fafnir. So he climbs in a hole near where the dragon lives, just kind of digs a hole, plunks himself down in it. Maybe only the top of his head is really visible, right? So Fafnir comes out, and he's just doing dragon stuff, shoots a bunch of poison all over. One of those things he shoots poison over is uh, Sigurd's head. Apparently, not a problem. It's never mentioned again. Just says he puts poison all over his head. And then as he slithers over the pit where oh. Sigurd is What kind of dragon is this? Is this like the small dragon, like the Beowulf dragon? I don't. Oh, okay. He's wearing a helmet. He's spit poison. <laughs> I don't know what's I going on. I don't think on. I know what a dragon is. He, yeah. uh, and so uh, Sigurd shoves his sword up out of the hole and the oh. dragon kind of slithers across oh. it and it like gets him in the heart. And then uh, he kind of pops out of the hole and Fafnir is like, oh, you got me good. <laughs> What's your name, young soldier? And Sigurd is like, I better not tell this dragon because right. he'll curse me. And so he's like, I don't have a mom. I'm just, <laughs> I popped out of nowhere. I'm a, I'm a motherless son. That's what I am. And he's like, that's pretty, the dragon's like, that's a, how did you, dragon, dragon is. Justify yourself. Understandably yeah. confuddled. He's like, what in the world? What are you talking about? And he's like, well, maybe you don't know my family. Okay, maybe I'll tell you. My name's Sigurd. Oh. <laughs> so he does tell him. I'm telling you, this is it's the most entertaining stuff. Does so he, he does tell him his name, and the dragon doesn't really curse oh, him. Good. But they do, he does, like, they have a weird conversation about random trivia. Mm-hmm. He's like, where's, the, what's the island called where the giants and the gods will have their last showdown? And he's like, oh, I know that. And they just start, like, going back and forth. Then Fafnir warns him about some stuff, and they talk about cowardice. And they just have, like, this sort of long chat as Fafnir slowly dies. Okay. And then he says, hey, man. You don't want my gold. It's bad news. And he's like, "Yeah, shut up, dragon." And so then the dragon dies. <laughs> Takes the gold, right? <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then Regan pops up, right? Regan's oh, like, yeah. "Hey, good job there, buddy. Yeah. I was off uh, doing other stuff, but I'm back. Uh, great job killing the dragon." He takes the gold. Um, and then he sucks all the blood from the dragon's wound. Sorry, what? Yep, Fafnir okay. does. Fa- uh, Regan, no, Regan sucks it oh, from Regan Fafnir's Fafnir, Fafnir's yeah. chest, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "Sigurd." Could you give me a solid and uh, cook up that heart for me? I'd li- I'd like to eat it uh, after sucking all the blood out of that wound. And Sigurd is like, "It's your brother, man." Yeah, seriously. Yeah. What the heck? Uh, also, I mean, I did all the work. Yeah. Like, you I weren't want the heart. You, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, I want to eat the heart. You weren't even here, bro. And then Regan points out, he's like, "Hey, man, you wouldn't have been able to do it without that sword." And he's like, "That is true." All right. Fair. Well, then they have a long conversation about courage, but he's like, "All right, fine. I'll cook up the heart." So Regan passes out. He's taking a nap. Sigurd is cooking up the heart and then to see if it's hot enough, I, I kid you not, that's maybe my favorite part in all the tale. He tests to see if it's hot enough with his finger and it's really hot. He's like, oh, it's really hot dragon heart. <laughs> so then he puts his finger in his mouth mm-hmm. and the dragon blood mm. on the finger gives him the ability to understand birds. <laughs> All about birds. I don't get this. Awesome. Yeah. But so is that what is that what <laughs> start talking uh, birds? What is he? Reagan wanted when he sucked all the dragon blood out? It's unclear. Is that where his magic comes from? I imagine that there was some magical properties to it. I mean, if a finger of dragon blood will do the trick, yeah, yeah. Then whole dragon. Then a whole thing, dragon. Right? Like that's yeah. a that's a thing. That's a. And so he sits there. You need a nap too. And there are birds flying around overhead, and the birds are like, "Man, poor Sigurd. He oh. doesn't know that Reagan's totally just going to kill him and take all the gold." Yeah. And then he's like, oh, for reals? And they're like, what he should do? All these birds are just giving advice to each other. They're just having a a chuckle. And they're like, you know what he should do is probably kill Regan, right? And just take all the gold for himself. I I think that's a thing. And then what he can do is go and save this Valkyrie that's up in this tower Hmm. surrounded by fire. Oh, And he's like... There's a plan. He's like, I'm listening. Yep. Okay. So he goes ahead and pops pops Regan's head off. He just kills him real fast while he's sleeping. Yeah, I hear you, birds. So is that what birds do today? As we're sitting time, here yeah. and they're not singing beautiful songs, they're just like giving really good advice. Well, they're just huge gossips. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. This yeah. is like it's if for us we are like their their soaps, like yeah. their soap operas, and so they're just like, mm, you know what? I don't know. I don't know why AJ's teaching Gilgamesh today. You know, you know how he should be teaching this, and they just chat it up outside my window. My window. And did they give good advice? Isn't that bad advice? They, it was great. They I mean, I think Regan was planning on killing him. 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. We'll never know. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, why share the gold? You don't have to. He's going to sure. eat the dragon heart and then off his foster kid? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Anyway, Sigurth <laughs> takes the advice. He kills cool. Regan. Right. He eats the dragon heart and he goes and he Finds the piles up a whole bunch of gold and then he heads off to find the Valkyrie. All right. How, are you, how am I doing on time? Oh, boy. I'm not going to get through this tale. Okay. Uh, we'll do, do the two. we'll do the best we can. Oh, man, you know I might let's let's yeah. hustle. We'll get through this. Okay, so he goes and finds this Val- Valkyrie. Her name is. Oh man, I gotta say this right. Uh, hold on. the The name of the poem is Sigrid Rifumal. Ah, uh, yes. I think it's. Oh man, I didn't write the name down. I'm a dope. Sigrid is the. Valkyrie's name? Yeah. Anyway, he finds this Valkyrie. It's unclear. I didn't record the name because she's kind of less important. Mm-hmm. It's unclear whether she is the same character as a different character later. Okay. They. It seems like they're the same person, but they may not be the same person. And so anyway, he saves this Valkyrie. She finds her passed out on the floor, takes off the helmet, and he's like, oh, it's a chick. And then... <laughs> Wait, it was like a wall of fire? Yeah, he just he's rides, through, rides <laughs> through it. It's not a big deal. Okay. Finds this tower and reads in flame. Rides in, finds her like this big warrior on the floor, pops off the helmet. And he's like, hey, it's a girl. And then the chainmail is so close to her skin that it looks like it has grown together. Oh, wow. So he cuts it off first down the center and then down the arms. And she's Presumptuous. like, she pops off and she's like, oh, thank you. Oh. Odin cursed me to lay here because I helped the wrong side win in one of the battles. Oh. And he's real cranky. And then they toast and she gives him a bunch of advice. So this is the advice given to Sigurd. Number one, don't, don't avenge yourself on your family. Wow. Number two, be true. Okay. Number three. Good advice. Yeah. Don't talk to idiots. <laughs> <laughs> or be quiet when they mock you, because I'm like, you look like an idiot. Mm. Sure. Number four, you watch out for witches. <laughs> All the stuff about witches. I what? mean, it's just, yeah. it's just good advice. It is good advice. It's real good advice. Number five, don't try to seduce pretty women sitting on benches. Specifically witches? I, oh. <laughs> I don't th- think so. Just okay. cute girls on benches, Stay leave away. them alone. Okay. That's what she says. Let, leave them be. Yep, leave them be. Uh, don't fight your enemy while you're drunk. Good. And then if you have a dispute with courageous men, seek the fight before they burn you while you sleep. <laughs> like if, if you know they're courageous and you're having some sort of dispute, like you don't go to sleep and sort of let them have one up on you. You, sure. go, you go seek the fight out. No, if they're burning you while you're asleep, they're not that courageous. That's true. I mean, fire is really hot. Yes. And it's <laughs> scary. It's kind of dangerous. Okay. Um, number eight is kind of like watch out for loose women and don't okay. encourage the looseness of women. Okay. It's... It's not not very Doesn't, feminist sure. language. Uh, number nine, respect dead bodies. Good. Number ten, watch out for the kin of your enemy. Yes, mm. very straightforward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And eleven, avoid evil. I mean, like as a blanket that's, statement. That's great. Yeah. Pretty solid Viking advice. Mm-hmm. Sure I started it's, there, but it's yeah. really reminiscent of the Odin advice way back in in the first mm-hmm. part of the series. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next several poems are all sort of on the same theme and they're all kind of scattered and there's a bunch of them. So I'm just going to kind of generally tell you the story. It's about the betrayal and death of Sigurd. So he, after killing the dragon, he but goes and saves that. He's got all the gold in the Valkyrie. sword. Yeah. Yep. He's got a gold in the like sword. Retire, you know, it's like he's in good shape. He's in real good shape to be a king. Grow some potatoes. So he goes and he stays at this king Gyuki's house. G-J-U-K-I Gyuki Gyuki Okay And he's got sons Gunnar and Hogni And they swear to become blood brothers He stays and drinks for like a week And they're just like Oh blood brothers forever (laughs) Yes And it's just awesome And so He's hanging out with them And they offer him a wife Guthrun And turns out she's rad And he marries Oh the The name of the Last Valkyrie I have it written here is Sigurdrifa. Mm. So he doesn't marry Sigurdrifa. He goes and he marries. She just this gave other... sweet advice. Yeah, she just gave red advice. Maybe it's the same character as another person later, but we don't have to worry about it. So he marries Guthrun, and then he they go and they try to woo Brunhilda. And who's Brunhilda? Just a she's a hun. Hmm. Brunhilda. She's actually sister of Attila. Oh really? Oh. Attila the The Hun. Yeah, Yeah, this is all like this is crazy because Attila the Hun actually shows up in this tale. So they go to marry Brunhilda. Yeah, you be careful with that one. (laughs) And while while and the the story goes that she may have also sort of been cursed in the same way as Mm. Sigurdrifa. That's why we're not sure if Oh, she was the Tower Girl. Yeah, Brunhilda might be the Tower Girl. We're not really sure. And anyway, they go to to woo her, but on the way, Gunnar and Sigurth switch bodies. 
So when they show up, Sigurth is in Gunner's body and Gunner is in Sigurth's body. It's like Freaky Friday. It's like Freaky Friday. It's real crazy. And so... Do they say why? This just happens. uh, The trickery of Gunner's mom. Okay, great. And she wants to put one over on Sigurth. Okay. So they show up and turns out Sigurth is real charming and he's totally fearless and rad. And he's amazing, but he's wearing Gunner's body. Right. And so he sleeps in the same bed with Brunhilde for eight eight nights Mm. but every night he lays his sword graham in between so graham you're the third wheel third (laughs) wheeling it real hard in between these two two lovers he never gets with her but she kind of falls in love with Uh this person and so she decides to marry him but on the way back they They switch switch bodies back and so now she's stuck with this dope gunner instead of the guy she really wanted sigurth and she is hacked about it She's super mad, really jealous, not okay with being tricked, not okay with marrying the wrong guy. She doesn't like Gunner at all. She doesn't love him. Would you say she was tricked? I mean, does Sig- Sigurd knew he was Gunner? I'm, I'm not sure. Well, I don't know if they knew. Mirrors I don't know then. if there were, uh, mirrors were expensive, man. <laughs> you, that that, that would have come up. But if you saw Sigurd walking. Oh yeah, right. if you, you saw like, like huh. <laughs> <laughs> My, that looks like me. <laughs> Gunner, you never looked so much like me before. <laughs> Okay, so she gets really mad, and so she goes and tries to convince Gunner to kill him, her current husband. Mm. She's like, I don't really... But she loves him. No, she does not love Gunner. No, no, no. She's trying to convince Gunner to go kill the man she loves. She can't stand the thought of him laying with another woman. Oh, because she wants Gunner to die? No, she she wants Sigurd to die because she's mad she got tricked, and she's mad mad jealous that he's with another woman all the time. She just hates where she is. So she's asking her husband to kill the man she loves. Yes. Okay. Sure. He does not want to. Not the weirdest to. thing. Yeah. yeah. He Have some he doesn't want to. Right. Right. They're, they're blood brothers. Right. So he... <laughs> After drinking together for a friend. week. Yeah, exactly. They mingle, yeah. They, and I think they actually have like a ritual where they mingle their blood oh, and become wow. blood brothers. It's pretty intense. It's middle school right there. Yeah, for reals. And so, so he, he goes and tries to... He doesn't really want to, so right. he goes and tries to recruit Hogni, his brother. He's like, hey, Hogni... Do you want to kill Sigurd? And Hawks is like, no, he's our blood no brother, you right. idiot. You you gave a bunch of oaths to him. They would bring such shame upon our house if you did this. It's a terrible idea. And he's like, you know what we could do? Get our third brother. <laughs> he didn't give any oaths. Okay. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's get our other kid to do it. Um, their younger brother, Gothorm. So Gothorm is like, Oh, chill. Yeah, I'll do that. So he, he's fine. He's, I mean, Sigurd's got, got some real nice stuff. So he goes and he stabs Sigurd in his bed. Oh, There's bummer. some stories he's stabbed outside and they leave him to die. But in this one, he stabbed in his bed. And then Sigurd, not to take things lying down, yeah, he, he like jumps up and gra- grabs Graham and chucks him at the kid. Wow. And I got to read you the quote on what happens. <clears throat> so he throws his sword. Uh, his good sword Graham flew shining from his hand and cut down Gothorm. The boy was split in two. His head and hands fell one way. His feet and hips fell another. Wow. Oh, That's crazy. So good job, Graham. Yeah, seriously. So he chucks him and offs this kid. And then Brun- <laughs> oh my gosh. Brunhilde feels real kind of bad about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she, so she's she feels real bad. Obviously, um, the wife, Guthrun, feels terrible. Her her dead husband is right there. And she sets up a whale, and then the geese outside squawk back. Wait, 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 wait. Is, is he dead? Sig- yeah, Sigurd dies. dies. Sigurd right dies. Okay. So that's the tale so of Sigurd. So his last thing is just Huck and Graham at this Huck kid. Huck and Graham at this kid. Yeah. And then his, his wife wakes up and sets up a whale, and the geese reply. Like a whale, as in like, like A-I-L, not W-H-A-L-E? Yes, okay, she's not Anything can happen in the story. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just making sure. At this point, sure. I have no idea. <laughs> Okay, man, I only have like five minutes left. I've got to, I've got to sort of summarize what happened. So she's really sad, um, and she just the geese is call inconsolable. Back. Yeah, they're very sympathetic Aww. geese. Aww. And then later she cries again, and they do it again. So Aww. apparently she's got this flock of really sympathetic geese. Yeah. So Brunhilde, inconsolable. She's not happy. So she starts to give away all her possessions, intending suicide. Hmm. Gunner is like, girl, don't, maybe? Right. Mm-hmm. And tries to get everybody else to convince Brunhilde not to do it after getting her lover offed by her current husband she has to do it she's like nah i'm probably gonna die uh could you burn us on the same pyre like me and me and the guy i I had you kill and then she she kills herself and he's like no so they burn him on different pyres and then she heads to hell (laughs) and there's even a little aside where she has like a chat with a giant lady on the way to hell the poem is i think literally called like brunhilda's journey to hell Mm. so she heads goes to hell and then uh sigurth the the wife of no, sorry. 
Guthrun, the wife of Sigurd, mm-hmm. is inconsolable. And they want to get her married off to somebody else. They're like, the sister is just, oh, she's such a chore. So they give her, I've named it, forget a beer. Mm-hmm. It's, it's beer what? that makes you forget stuff. Um, Wait, for real? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. I got to find the page. Forget a beer, 310. It's most beer, if it's <laughs> yes, I guess. at some level. Sure. Okay, so her her mom, Grimhild, brought her a drinking horn. Uh, there were all sorts of runes in that horn, carved there and bloodied, and I couldn't read them. There was a long serpent carved on the horn. There was an ear of wheat, and there were animal guts. So all kinds okay. of weird car- carvings on this horn. Cool. Not a good yeah, I indication. Maybe not. No, thank you. Pass uh, that pass. one. Yeah. Many evil things were mixed into that beer. Yeah. The blood of all beasts. <laughs> okay. Burned, all beasts. Yes. All beasts, That's everyone. Yeah. Burned acorns. Eagle's blood and intestines, and boiled pig's liver, all because she wanted to make me forget. That's what, like, if you saw that in the, on the label of your beer. Like, <laughs> all sorts, like, huh? Yeah, it's just so, uh, what, what, you know, what this flavor, this IPA has <laughs> got, like, notes of all yeah. beast and uh, burnt so. acorns. Yeah. yeah, all beast, burnt acorn, blood, liver. And, <laughs> anyway, she drinks it. It makes her kind of forget things. And then yeah. they marry her off oh. to Attila the Hun. Oh, oh really? Wow. Brunhilda's okay. brother. Wow. So he gets this rad wife... Guthrun, mm-hmm. who's totally, she's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of hang out for a while. Gunner falls in love with one of Attila's sisters. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Attila's like, nah, Gunner's the worst. He <laughs> but killed... he's still married to Brunhilde. Oh, no, she committed suicide. Remember? Oh, that's oh, right. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So she's off in hell, and Gunner kind of falls in love with a new girl, Attila's mm-hmm. other sister. And he's like, nah, yeah. Brunhilde's dead, you, you chump. Like, yeah. you tricked my other sister. I ain't having none of your family in here again. So right. whatever, you can't have her. And then eventually, he actually sends what seems to be a nice invitation to the brothers, Hogni and Gunner, hmm. right? The messenger, Attila the Hun does. Attila the Hun does. And does this end well? <laughs> of course not. As you can imagine. Right, yeah, no. Sure. And he promises everything. He's like, oh, no, he'll give you like 40 horses and some cups and some gold and <laughs> some land and some titles and some armor and all kinds of... He just promises like... It seems like the messenger is just coming up with stuff yeah. with the top of his head. Exactly. Just anything that sounds cool. And cups and golden cups and pearls and ponies and good horses. And he just like lists things for a page. And Hogni is like, Sweet. this is a bad idea. <laughs> oh. Remember, Hogni seems to be the brother that has the head on his shoulders. Yeah, right. He's the one that didn't want to kill Sigurd mm. in the first place. Mm-hmm. And so Hogni's like, Gunner, this is a bad idea, bro. We shouldn't do it. We are absolutely flipping rich already. Right. Like, we got all that guy's treasure. Mm-hmm. We got Sigurd's money. We got Graham the sword. We mm. got the best horse, Granny. We got everything we could ever want. Why we got, Why do you got to go get more stuff? Attila's scary. Yeah. Yeah. And it turns out that their sister also sent them a warning. She sent and Verinot the ring remember mm-hmm. the old ring mm-hmm. and it had a wolf hair tied around it mm-hmm. to kind of symbolize like a wolf will break the ring of gold mm-hmm. right and so he's like also this weird wolfy ring it doesn't bode well mm-hmm. and gunner is like yes but we're going <laughs> and so so they go as soon as they show up guthrin's like uh this was a bad idea why'd you come you should run and they're like well i guess it's too late and then they get captured uh, Gunner just gets take, take, taken captured. Hogney kills like seven dudes before mm. getting captured. Right. But they're sort of, this is the... Why'd Hogney go? Wasn't he just like, you I, want Gunner? He, well, because Gunner, Gunner was treasure. the greater king, I think, oh, wow. and he makes the decisions. And so they, they go, and I think I can finish this in the next like eight minutes. Sure. You guys with me? Do it. Sure. Okay, so they go, and Attila apparently hates these guys because they got a sister, Brunhilde, killed. Mm-hmm. Totally makes sense. And then, so he's, this is where they do the like good cop, bad cop, put the, put the perpetrators in two different rooms and mm. interrogate them differently. Mm-hmm. So he tries to get the money out of Gunner. He's like, Gunny, Gunner, where's that gold? Where that gold at? Where that sweet, sweet and various pike, pike, pike fish gold. gold. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'll tell you, as soon as you cut out my brother Hogney's heart. Jeez, mm, oh. Gunner. Seems like a weird, right? Comes out of nowhere, right? These right, guys yeah. are pretty thick. And so thick is in like thick as thieves. Mm-hmm. And so they go and they're like, they don't really want to kill Hogney yet. They just want to see what they can get out of him. So they go and they kill some other guy and they bring the heart mm. and they present it to Gunner. He's like, that's not my brother's heart. Look, it quivers on the plate. It's like scared to be here. My brother was never scared. You wow. bring me Hogney's heart. I ain't no fool. And they're like, well, all right. So they go and they cut out Hogney's heart and they bring it. Oh. And it sits on the plate like solid, not even a wiggle. Like it's just a stone heart. And he's like, yeah, that looks like Hogney's heart. <laughs> Uh, and with that, you'll never get the gold because with him dead, he was the only other one who knew the secret wow. and I will never tell. Wow. And there so he had go. his brother killed to keep the secret of the gold. So they take Gunner and they chuck him in a snake pit. Right. This is Attila the Hun we're talking about. Right. You don't mess with him. So he chucks him in a snake Wait. pit. Wait, it's still out there. Yeah. The gold? <laughs> the gold. Yeah, it's buried in the Rhine. You want to go find it? Yes. Okay, good. Okay, so they chuck him in a snake pit and he starts to play the harp to kind of soothe the snakes and call his 
girl, remember Attila's sister, mm. right? He fell in love with this other girl, Odrun. She, she liked him? Her name is Odrun. Odrun. Yeah, she liked him back. And so she starts sailing for the homeland because she hears this harp off in the distance. Mm-hmm. She doesn't get there. He's bit by a big old snake before she gets <laughs> even close. She arrives and this like big mama viper is like fastened on his heart. Oh. And she's like, ah, oh, oh, wow, that oh, sucks. Yeah. He's dead. Um, so that's a bummer. And Guthrin is now totally hacked because her brothers have been killed by her husband. She's not having a good time. She even sent the warning wolf ring. Right. I know. And there's a, she, she like talks to this other King that Attila knows. And she's like, man, my brothers are dead. My husband is dead. All my family's been killed. And I'm married to this guy who's now like I liked before, but now he's like killed my brothers and I don't know what to do about it. And she's having this chat. And one of her slave girls, uh, I think it's Hirka. Yeah. Her, Herkia, I call her Herkia the Jerkia, because mm-hmm. she, she rats her out. She's oh, like, I saw wow. your wife talking to this other king. I think they're like having an affair to Attila. Mm-mm. And Attila just falls apart. He gets all scowly. And eventually, Guthrin is like, look, test me. Put me through the trial of the kettle. Are you guys familiar with the trial of like the kettle? like boiling someone? Mm, I'm not familiar with the trial of the kettle. Apparently, it's a Viking tradition. Oh, okay. If you are suspected of adultery, mm-hmm. they take a rock, mm-hmm. and they, pl- they put like runes on it, and they mm-hmm. bless it. And they put it at the bottom of a boiling kettle Mm. and you got to grab it. And if you are not injured in grabbing this rock in the boiling kettle, if you come out unburnt, then you're innocent. Mm. Okay. If you are burnt, you got to psych yourself up. Yeah. Yeah, And she actually requests this. She's like, go get this guy. He knows how to bless the rock and put me through it. So she goes, she like plunks her hand in and pulls out the rock. Innocent. Mm. No burns, no nothing. And then they're like, we should put Herkia through this. So they have Herkia. Oh, the Jerkia. Herkia the Jerkia, like right. pull out the rock and her hands gets all like scorched and torched <laughs> yeah, 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 and she's yeah. like, Rah! and so they go and drown her in a swamp. <laughs> and they're like, Dang. slave girls who cause trouble, no good. Oh, <laughs> so man. They, they, they drown her. Um, and so Guthrin is still pretty hacked at Attila, right, for the, all this mess. And so what she does is she kills her children huh. with Attila, cooks them into mead and food, and then feeds Attila his own kids. Ugh. And he's like, flipping Attila, you just ate your kids. And then he's, he's of course, speechless. And she, she tries to run and drown herself in the sea, but is ineffective. She, uh, she does not succeed at drowning herself. Hmm. And she actually floats on to a different king. Oh. Who she, 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 she like throws herself in the sea and she just floats to a different country. Yep. <laughs> yep. The waves are just like, and they take her somewhere else. So she's away from Attila. So she survives. Right. And she goes and she gets with King Joniker, whom she marries. Hmm. Turns out Joniker is a pretty nice guy. They have a few kids, Sorley, Erp, Hamthier, and she still has her original kid by Sigurth, Svanhild. So Aww. she still has her daughter, right? Okay. Um, so and it's kind of a happy ending. Oh, okay. Um, well, so, we're not done, man. We're not done. <laughs> uh, we're almost done. Like okay. two more minutes. So Svanhild, her daughter, mm-hmm. s- s- poor, poor Guthrin. Who's right. just have, she's like, had a rough. She's had a real rough. She's on husband number three. Right. She's on husband number three. She's lost her brother's. Brunhilda killed her. She cooked her kids. She yeah. cooked her own children. It's real rough. And but at least she's got those sympathetic geese, right? <laughs> sure. So anyway, she sends her daughter to marry mighty king Jorman Jorman sorry, Jormanrek. Mm-hmm. So she, her, she sends her daughter, and one of Jormanrek's advisors says, Hey, to to his like Jormanrek's kid, he's like, Hey, you should have your way with your dad's new wife before he does. So the son does, and clearly this advisor had something out against him, because mm-hmm. then he rats them both out. Mm-hmm. He's like, your brand new wife and your son just, you know, got busy. And so Jormanrek the king hangs his son and has that, his, his like, bride-to-be trampled to death by horses. Wow. Rough. It is real rough. And so poor Guthrin is like, yeah, now I've seen my daughter's head trampled by horses mm-hmm. in the dust. Like, that is so hard. So she recruits her kids to go get vengeance. Mm-hmm. Her, like, three remaining sons. Erp. Erp, <laughs> and <laughs> hold on, the names are so good. Uh, let's see, where is it? Erp, Sorley, and Hamthier. Good. So on the way, like, Erp isn't her her son. It's it's her husband and one of his concubines, right? Oh, oh okay. So he's like their half-brother. And so they're on the way, and Erp apparently Herp, looks, yeah. looks like super good on the horse, and he's like prancing around, <laughs> feeling all, like feeling himself real hard, and the other brothers get jealous, and they're like, dude, are you going to help us with this thing, or what? Like, you're, you're feeling yourself pretty hard. And they ask him a question, and he sort of flubs the answer. They say, uh, "You little dark-haired jerk!" I'm, gonna, I'm I'm changing jerk there. How will you help us in this fight? And he answered the best he could. He says, "Like a foot helps a foot," but they doubted him. How can a foot help a foot? How can a hand help a hand? They're grown from the same flesh, you idiot! And then they murder him. Oh my! 
apparently he just did not answer correctly. Wow. And then they go and they try to kill King Jormenrek and they do a pretty good job of it. They kill a whole bunch of people. They even cut off Jormenrek's arms and legs. Wow. wow. And then they start mocking him and they're like, stupid king, killed my sister. And then he hollers to all of his followers. He says, look, these kids can't be hurt by blades or spears. You got to hit him with rocks. <laughs> so his followers stone them to death. <gasps> they're like, oh, shouldn't have mocked him. Like, <laughs> It's true. It's a good lesson. And, and with that, with the end of the two brothers, Sorley and Hamthir, is the end of the line of Sigmund, right? That's where the Volsungs die. Crazy. So it's... Never line, mind. No happy ending. So Sigmund to Helgi, and then through uh, the, like, to another kid, um, Sigurth, and then Sigurth with his whole mess with Guthrie and his wife and all these things. Did you guys kind of track yes. all mm-hmm. the way through? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, you can kind of see how... Piece by piece, it's just a, a tale of woe and hardship in a family that's really hard to deal with. It's, it's like, uh, yeah, it's very much like I know exactly the what House you're of Atreides. Yeah, it's like the House of Atreides. Yeah. There's even people feeding their kids to other people. Right. Like yeah, that's a, that's, very that's fascinating to me. Is that you have that that, that story detail. that yeah. detail in there? It's the most. I think it's the most taboo thing someone can do, yeah, yeah. and it was even her own children. Yeah, yeah. like. Mm-hmm. So heavy. I was I was interested to find Attila the Hun popping up. Yeah, yeah. sure. I was a surprise too. Cool. And yeah. then it just ends after that. Then it just ends after that. Like that's the it. That that's it. Oh, the last thing that makes me think Jackson Crawford is really cool is he retranslates all of Odin's advice. Remember how I did uh-huh. that last right. podcast? Yeah. In the end, as an appendix, but he does it in a Western accent. <laughs> so like a cowboy. It's the cowboy version. You want to read some? Uh, oh my word. Use your eyes and never walk blind. There ain't no telling when there's someone waiting to put one over on you. <laughs> Good. Don't be unkind to a wanderer. You know the type. Waiting proud outside your doorstep. Give him a break. Let him in. Like, it's, it's the whole thing <laughs> redone awesome. in Western, which makes me think that this Jackson Crawford fellow is pretty cool. Cool, cool guy. Seriously. All right. I'm going to wrap it up then. If sure. We're that was a lot. That was awesome. Thanks no. for sticking with yeah, me, guys. Yeah, for sure. That was great. Uh, did you say there's kind of a another set of poems you can do? or Yeah, there's the saga of the Volsungs. I haven't been able to look. I don't know if it's if it's just the those poems in a shorter volume sure. or if it's like another prose thing. There's also the prose edda, uh-huh. which is written later. But it's the same stories. It's the, I mean, some of it's the same, yeah. Sure. Anyway, I, I thought it was really great. So uh, this has been Classical Stuff You Should Know. You can find us online at classicalstuff.net. You can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash classical stuff. We post uh, in between episodes of banter and you can ask us questions, which we answer monthly and all kinds of fun stuff there. So check it out. We're also on Twitter at classical stuff, C L S S C A L stuff. You can email us at the guys at classical stuff.net. And I think that is all that we have. So thank you everyone for listening and we will see you next week. Bye. See you next week. Bye. Bye.